Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. This day was made by the Lord. Let us rejoice. Let us be glad. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. Today we're going to study Luke chapter 9, verses 28 to 36, the transfiguration of Jesus. And so we hear in the gospel, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John and went up the mountain to pray. While he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah not knowing what he said. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, my chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone, and they kept silent, and in those days told no one any of the things they had seen. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, the Transfiguration, which is one of the mysteries of the Rosary, the luminous mysteries, reminds us that Jesus was not just a wonderful guy, a good preacher, a nice human being. While indeed these descriptions are all true of the Lord, We recognize that he is divine. He is the Son of God. He is the second person of the Blessed Trinity. And it's important for us to remember, friends, that this was just a small glimpse for Peter, James, and John to come to understand who Jesus truly was. Notice that they first enter into an experience of prayer. It's only then that Jesus is transfigured before them. And Jesus appears between two guys that obviously lived a long time before Jesus, and that's Moses and Elijah, representing the law and the prophets. So it's important for us to realize that for Peter, James, and John, as they entered into this experience of the majesty of God, and this vision that they experienced helped them to realize the divine nature of Jesus And if indeed Moses and Elijah were talking about the departure of Jesus, then the teachings that Jesus gave them were indeed true. And so for a Jewish man, to which Peter, James, and John all were, to be standing with Moses and Elijah, two of the pillars of the Jewish faith and culture, it proved to them that Jesus indeed is God. And of course, the experience of the Father's voice in the cloud saying, this is my chosen one, listen to him. It goes from being the nice preacher from Galilee to this is the one whom priests and prophets long for. 
So for us, when we enter into prayer, how many of us have had transfiguration moments where we see the glory of God revealed to us in a powerful way? We at times can be like Peter. We want to stay on the retreat. We want to remain in the prayer experience. And yet God just gives us these little tastes of his glory because we cannot totally control his glory until he calls us home to be with him forever. Jesus doesn't just want Peter and James and John to stay on the mountain and enjoy this God moment with him and Moses and Elijah, but rather they are called to ministry. They are called to be his apostles, to be his voice in the world. They're to go back to the other nine disciples and spend more time with them. That life does need to continue on, and so it is for us. When we think about this, friends, it's like going up the mountain every time we go to church. Going up the mountain was, for a Jewish person, the ability to use geography to close the gap between God and human beings. So by going up the mountain, you are closer to the sky, you are closer to heaven. We enter into the mountain, not in regards to geography, but when we enter the church, we are to encounter God in the same way. In the word that is spoken at Mass, as we read the scriptures, as we receive the flesh and blood of Jesus, we enter into this close union where heaven and earth come together. Just as for the three disciples, heaven and earth came together in this encounter with Jesus, Moses, and Elijah. So for us, friends, the more we learn to spend time in prayer, the more these types of opportunities of grace can happen in our lives. Let us look to some of the saints. I think of St. Faustina, who was the humble nun who in deep prayer entered into these beautiful visions of Jesus in which Jesus revealed to her his glory, his mercy, and to give the world the beautiful devotion of the divine mercy image and praying the chaplet for the mercy that God wishes to flood the world with, to bring peace to the world. We think of the humble shepherd children, Lucia, Francisco, and Jacinta, who had pure hearts, and so the Blessed Mother appeared to them, so they too could experience a little taste of heaven. There are many other examples of saints who trusted in God, and after these experiences with God were transformed. You might say, well, I don't believe I'm worthy that God would appear to me in the same way. Okay, that might be true. None of us are worthy. The apostles weren't worthy to experience God in this way. None of us are worthy, and yet God wants us to have these experiences. And the more we open ourselves to him, while he may not appear to us as he did the three apostles upon the mountain, that feeling, that presence, that encounter with Jesus can still be felt. And I pray that each of us, in very different ways throughout our lives, feel these experiences almost that Jesus is palpable for us. And so, friends, this passage invites us to a deep understanding of recognizing who Jesus is and the importance of entering into prayer, that it's not just talking to another human being. We are talking to the source of all life, God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. 
and that these encounters are privileges, that when we speak to God in prayer, our hearts should be on fire for dialoguing with God. Our ears should be burning to hear his voice in our midst too. So like Peter, this experience is a graced moment. And when we have these graced moments, they give us the strength, the endurance, the hope to go into our world, to live our lives until the next encounter on the mountain. God calls us to this mountain experience every single Sunday at Mass. Those who have the privilege of going to daily Mass, it's this daily climbing of the mountain. When we hold the rosary in our hands, a different encounter and yet a powerful one. When we open the scriptures, we are climbing the mountain and asking God to speak to our hearts. Then, transformed by God, our souls become glorious because we are basking ourselves in the light of Christ. Think about all of us that love spending time on the beach. We remove some of our clothing to allow the sun to change the color of our skin. Many people even go to tanning salons to try to transform their skin color or perhaps put creams and other products to change our skin tone. The more time we spend with God, the more our soul's skin tone changes, sort of speak. The more we immerse ourselves in prayer and in God's word, the more our language, our actions, our thoughts, our behaviors become more Christ-like. Whenever visionaries spoke of seeing Jesus or the Blessed Mother, they talk about the glorious vision they saw and that when they went back into their own religious communities or among their families, they often were seen as being changed and transformed as Moses was at the burning bush. The scripture reminds us that his face shone like the sun. It was glowing. When we experience God, not only our souls glowing, but our bodies are too, our hearts, our minds. When someone is on fire for God, others recognize it. This person's filled with the Holy Spirit. There are many people God puts in my life that are filled with the Spirit of God. And as priests, it's a privilege to be in their presence. I love seeing them, hanging out with them, because I experience the joy of Jesus through them. May others experience the joy of Jesus through us. But again, we need to be rooted first in prayer. How is God calling us to another mountain experience? For God's Playbook, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us on our Ko-Fi, K-O-F-I, or GoFundMe at God's Playbook Podcast. Thanks and God bless.